From the Iola Register, I'm Tim Stauffer. And I'm Richard Lucan. And this is Registered. For today's episode, Richard and I headed out to Craig and Denise Menser's home in rural Allen County, southeast of Neosho Falls. Craig is running for a seat on the Allen County Commission and faces Eugene Weatherby and David Lee in the August 4 Republican primary. As we spoke in their sunroom, a multi-million dollar rain, as Craig called it, gently fell and tapered off as our conversation advanced. We spoke on a wide variety of topics, from his interest in affordable rural internet access, infrastructure, and farming. The second in our series of profiles of local candidates. Here's our conversation. Hey Craig, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it's been a How many grandchildren do you have now? Nine. Nine? Yeah. Miles has two. Nathan has three. Yeah. Amanda, Amanda does she have children? Amanda has three. Melissa has, Melissa has one. one. Okay. I wasn't counting. I was just <laughs> thinking about it. Would you like a cup of coffee? Oh, I'd, fine. I'd love one. Thank you. Alrighty. How you doing? I've got a cookie. Good. No, thank you. Same. I guess to start your 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 background, what what or I guess if you don't mind just where you grew up around here. Sure. And actually in this that. house. <laughs> really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I moved uh, Dad built this old part on in about fifty two and then the the garage on in 62 or 3, and then I moved back from college, and he was working in town. Thank you. And uh, he, uh, I guess he was afraid that I was going to move in and stay here forever, so <laughs> they moved out, went to town, and uh, so I bought this place in, in 81. And the Mensa family has roots here Four or five generations, or well, far back. There's at least three in this location, and then originally that are be the great great granddad homesteaded in in Woodson County, okay. around Gate Center, and uh, so there's still some split off family over there, and times were tough and hit their family hard in the 30s, and it kind of scattered them a little bit because. Grandpa used to tell the story that his his granddad homesteaded, had five sections of the ground, or five quarters. Each boy aired a quarter, and three out of the five lost the quarter, and it huh. was given to him in the first. And his dad was one of them, so he moved over by the falls and in with Grandpa, and they struggled through, and Grandpa bought this place. That's where Dad was raised across the road. Mm -hmm. I remember him telling me that that that's where he was, that was the house he was born yeah. when he was sitting there. He was actually born in that house. Wow. Yeah. wow. Well, Corbin, you wouldn't recognize it now, but <laughs> and it's been redone two or three times. Yeah, from here, I love the windows. It's beautiful. It's a pretty yeah. place. Yeah. And yeah. this is a beautiful room too. It's quiet well, out here. Actually, Corbin helped me build this. Huh. But uh, it used. I don't know if you guys have you been here, Richard. 
Yeah, I was in here when he was working on it. I think oh, when he was just when yeah. he was doing the doing the woodwork. I remember. Coming yeah, out. we tore down that old barn. You helped us work calves, actually. Yes. And I remember that. It broke my heart because there's a lot of memories in that barn. Mm. I was trying to figure out what to do with it. I had back surgery about that time, and the doctor said you need to swim some. And I didn't want to go clear to Burlington the rec center, <laughs> so we put this spall oh, in. Okay. And then I could exercise a little bit in it and got back rehab pretty good. And, and uh, not only that, I kept these are beams out of the barn. Really? And this is the red siding that we planed off. And it was a lot of work. Wow. And can, I, can I ask uh, what's motivating you to run for county commissioner? Sure. Um, mostly trying to give back a little bit to the county. It's been good to us over the years. And I like to keep it growing and maintain the, at least maintain. I'd like to grow a little bit, but uh, I don't like to maintain. <laughs> when you think about growth, that's a interesting term. How does that? What does that look like for you? Or where do you well, see some opportunities? It, it evolves. Mm -hmm. We've we've seen the evolution. But uh, I'd say broadband internet. We gotta we gotta get high speed broadband to the county, not just to the rural. I mean, it needs to include rural areas, and I'm sure there's weak zones. And affordable broadband is is the key. You know, it's it can be had. It's, it's expensive. Uh, you can go to satellite and then have to buy the high speed. But uh, so that's that's huge because I can see well, agriculture is evolving. There's going to be autonomous tractors, robotics that are coming in, and I said I'd never have an auto steer tractor, but I'm having to evolve with the times. I mean, they all got computers in them now, and went through the John Deere plant and they said that, that my tractor has more computers in it than the first mission to the moon. Really? Wow. And that's unbelievable <laughs> when you start thinking about that. But I suppose if you think about the technology evolution that's... That, but in order to have the uh, robotics to run lays in town or whatever, then um, you got to have that high-speed high-speed internet to run everything. And you mentioned broadband access to it because there's a lot of areas in the southeast corner of the county. Oh, yeah, we're where... one of the examples here because mm -hmm. I've talked to all kinds of providers. We're on satellite and it, affordability is a problem. We went to Lissa's to do our Zoom because for one thing she's familiar with Zoom <laughs> and uh, another thing her they have the same satellite we do, but they have to upgrade it for Corbin's work, and they pay quite a bit more for the upgrade. And I guess, I guess I came through all right. I don't know. Yeah, no. Denise said, or Lisa said, well, you know, because it starts pausing on your whatever. I said that'd be good because I stutter sometimes. <laughs> that way they can tell. <laughs> what do you see as Allen County's greatest strengths? Personally, I like. A rural area. I don't like to be stacked on top of each other. 
we've got a new school coming, we've got a new hospital built, um, we've got good recreation that we build on. Um, I think now we need to concentrate on a few of the other things, you know, I mean, you can only do one thing at a time, so you chip away at, at it a little at a time. Now we need to find the next, the next thing we need to look at and build on what we've got. We'll be right back. Our children's program is in full swing this summer at Southeast Kansas Mental Health Center. If your child is struggling with their mental health and could use some skills to cope, please give us a call at 365-5717 to schedule an appointment today. As our referrals are coming in, we're also looking to add to our dynamic staff. To apply and view details, please visit our website at sekmhc.org. Mental Health Matters and Southeast Kansas Mental Health Center is here to help. Uh, what, what, um, you, you kind of talk about, the, I guess, the Internet access. Any, uh, the people you've talked to, have they voiced any specific concerns or anything that you heard about? Uh, it's, it's mostly just affordable and then access, you know, just plain having access. My son's, I've got a neighbor that, that's an engineer in Kansas City. My son's an engineer in Kansas City. And right now they're sequestered more or less to their homes. And one of them, I, th I think they finally, Nathan was able to get on a high-speed internet connection where he's at. If he lived here, he'd have have a less less options. So so much hit and miss, really. There's it's, not a lot of well. There's a huge bluff between here and town. Like mm -hmm. Miles, he's tucked in behind that bluff, and like Quitcom and some of them is lined to sight. Yeah. Well, that bluff is 60 foot tall, so oh wow, they have to go in and get a 70 foot tower. Holy smoke! You know, to to hit them. So so how would the county work with providers or what what role would you imagine the county doing when it comes to broadband i'd encourage there's grant money available right now there has been legislation passed but the pandemic has tied the money up mm -hmm. there's legislation passed to to spread some around the nation i can't quote figures over a trillion dollars was for for broadband and, and uh, we need to, I think Thrive would have a great role in accessing some of, some of this, uh, if we could steer them towards, towards looking into it for us. If the county were to express it as a priority, Thrive yeah. could really, they, I mean, they have such expertise in getting grants. They're, they're, it's a huge asset if we can, you know, get it steered in the right direction for us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but... Yeah, that would be one of my biggest concerns is, is because the cheaper it is, the more businesses will come in because the businesses have to, you know, they're based off, your business is based off the Internet. Uh, I'm sure BMW is huge on the Internet. And uh, we just need to, need to get them. <laughs> I had a question just about, well, when I look at your family, Miles, Nathan, and Lissa are all 
they all came back. Yeah. All came back, and um, that seems to be increasingly rare. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a lot of classmates who've stuck around, and, and I mm -hmm. wanted to hear your thoughts on how we keep young people, you know, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't go off to college, no, you know, no. but how, how do we um, give them a type of home to come back to, or, or and kind of in your own family's journey, how that worked with your kids, why they came back, and how you see it working in the future. We're just blessed that they came back, because I knew when they went to college that we left it open to them, and I encouraged them, especially if they're interested in farming, to work off the farm a couple years, because you need to get out and see what the real world's about, or how another job works, or what it's like working under a boss. You know, I've I've really probably never had that. Had that. Well, I've worked. Yeah, I've worked for. I worked for Alco Drilling for for several years there, and pumping oil leases and stuff to support my hobby farming. But uh, but uh, anyway, it's good for them to see get out and see a little bit, and then come back home if they if they want to. We'd encourage them to come back, but I don't want to feel like an anchor around their neck making them stay home either. Mm -hmm. but, uh, and I think Allen County could provide a lot of opportunities for for engineers and, and higher educated jobs to come back if we could get high speed internet in and and we've got good schools, good we've got we've got the we're set up for it, I think. All we need is, is to tweak the high-speed internet a little bit and, and to have a good attitude about our community. Helps a little bit. <laughs> one, one thorny issue that I've seen since coming back has been the role of the county in offering subsidies right, to, to, right. or incentive packages to bring in either um, you know, new businesses or, or new services. Yeah. And so I look at G&W, Marmoton Market, um, you know, in the wind farm as well as, you know, right. these, these are opportunities, but you've got to compete with surrounding counties, surrounding communities, and everybody's willing to offer something. But there's another side of the debate saying we shouldn't be right. writing Playing checks. Favors, or, you, you know, favors, it's, but, yeah. yeah, it's really tough. But I've been here. I did it by myself. That's why I really think, really the only thing that I'm right now in interested in, and I'm not even sure I want to subsidize anything, is encouraging grant money for broadband and, and to make sure if that money's available, we need to outsource it. And that's where I think Thrive comes in, you know, in, in a good place. As far as people wanting to come in and ask for money for a grocery store, it's got, a, it's got to be an advantage to the entire county. We, we can't pick and choose <laughs> different things and isolate out a group, you know, and, and send money that way because the whole county's paying for it. So you got to take the whole county into consideration. And, and broadband is one thing I think that would do it, you know, it would, it would help the whole county out. Uh, what about an issue of like Humboldt's? new grocery store you know that moons has been gone for right several years now and there is 
My, you know, quality of I, life, but health issues I hate, as well. I hate to see it go, and I like the idea of a local butcher, you know, and and local access to farm-to-table type products. I'd encourage them because it, it sure helps our community because we're based off agriculture. There's no way around it. People need that, or they'll real they realize that most. Um, as far if it's a good investment, I think there's people out there that should invest in it. But for the county to throw money at it, um, I think if it's a profitable deal, people would be willing to invest in it. Besides the county, I think they just need to outsource for funds through grants and through individuals. There's there's probably a hundred people that would that would be interested in investing in it if it looked like a good opportunity. And that's what I would encourage rather than the county saying, okay, because we've got bridges and bridges, we've got roads, we've got that the whole county uses that we need to maintain and keep up or not only maintain but improve. <clears throat> and it's pretty hard to with our limited funds. Is that one of the challenges for the county? It seems like roads have kind of getting hit hard with the weather and stuff the past few years. I, the weather's been tough for, and a rural community, I mean agriculture, us out here really realize it because we're patching and fixing all the fields that have got blown out and the roads that got blown out by the water and the bridges and the culverts. And then our machinery's getting bigger and most of these culverts were made for horse and buggies or Model T's and the weight limits on them are, I was reading about Iowa and they're getting in a bad shape and we're, we're there, we're really close. You can see it moving from east to west because that's where things were built. And their rural community, they, some farmers have to go 25, 30 miles to the elevator that's three miles away because they have weight got limits. A zigzag around. They got weight limits on these bridges. Mm. And if you have a <clears throat> like this this bridge on our main Neosha Falls Road is a fifteen ton weight limit. That's what my semi weighs empty. Oh, wow. You know. So when we're loaded with grain, we have a field right beside there, what's our options? You know, we need to start looking at some of those. Whether we need to I know <laughs> I was started buying flat cars um, from the railroad, and they tie two together and they put it across the creek, or the you know, and they're 100 ton weight limits, and maybe we need to look at some of these things, you know, wake up a little bit and research some of it. They said that's been cost effective for them. Um, I don't know. We just. And I know the wind farm was real hard on the farms and the roads and the terraces and the waterways and and the fields on the other end of the county. And uh, that's probably something I'm not real familiar with. Um, we just need to be efficient. Um. We may need to look at outsourcing some of these some of the contracts that we have that the county tries to do maybe they need to 
contract local labor instead of trying to do it all. Whether it's uh, quarry, whether it's uh, roads. Uh, there's a lot of farmers with maintainers that might be able to contract five miles or ten miles around their house that might be more efficient than the county doing it. I don't know. But some of these things I, until I look at the budget and know where the money's going, I don't know, you know, but some of these things might be able to, we have bridge builders in our county that, that could give us some ideas. We've got rock crusher people in our county that could, you know, we just maybe need to get educated a little bit. Maybe have them into a commissioner's meeting and say, what would you do? You know, if you was in this situation, and we don't want to be a competitor either to our local businesses as a county. We need to encourage them to grow. With the the way the election could wind up, there could be three, I guess, brand new commissioners being seated in January. Do you see that as a challenge, or you guys have to hit the ground running at that point, or what? What are your oh? Um, well, let's see. Rocker was there for what a year or two. Uh, I think it was from that spring to that, or I guess it was under a year. I think because he was appointed, I think in March, and then when Tom Williams had the election, and he would have exposure. And then I've been on several boards that lean so heavily on their secretary, Sherry Rebel, I'm sure, and. Like Jean before her was huge sounding boards for a board to say, okay, what's our history? You know, where have we been? Does this work? Have we tried this and does it work? Or have we not tried it? Should we, you know, and, and it's, it's, I've been on the co-op board for nine years and served three, three year terms and that's the limit. And it has a, a thousand member uh, that that are over a thousand members that are its elected position. You think that kind of that gives you good, I guess, qualities. I guess, or you would what we've make a good commissioner. We've hired two managers while I've been there. Went through headhunters and various different ways to hire. It was education for me that I probably, I know I wouldn't have gotten just being a you know, on the farm here. But. If you were to take the, to win the seat and take office next year, where do you think you'd have the biggest learning curve? Where do you think some areas, I, I sense biggest, a lot of strength around infrastructure. I'm, I'm strengthening infrastructure and agriculture, and um, I think I can be a leader as far as uh, meetings. You know, I've been, we've been, I've been, in enough meetings to coordinate a meeting or to to be a, to be a good listener <laughs> mm -hmm. in a meeting, I think I understand the meeting role. Where I would my weakest point, and I would admit it, would be the hospital and the schools, which I think have been addressed. Which is what one reason I felt like I could step up into a commissioner role and not. And not be overwhelmed 
because before I thought oh, school issues and the hospital issues and I think I could have I would have studied it and learned it and and I I can and I still can but those things would would have been something that I would have shied away from right or that would have made me have to work a lot harder at the job yeah. but uh, no, those are big uh, and they're they're huge assets yeah. to our community yeah. I think we could we need to build on them I do I don't think we're done yet you know um, what do you I mean need, by that I what need to learn the roles of you know who's taking over the hospital and and what they're providing us and what our boundaries are you know because uh, I would like to see, I would have liked to see us have a, uh, a specialty of some type come into the community, and I don't know where we're at that way as far as on our hospitals, because um, that seems to be where the hospitals like to specialize. You know, you got a knee, somebody that can do knees, or somebody that can do hips, or somebody, a heart specialist, or we need to keep we need to keep in that circle and I think that the hospital that we're tied in with will help us do that but the the grade school deal that's that's going to be great when we get our feet on the ground um, we really need to it's it's a really a balancing act between paying for them you know and we don't want to uh, have too many ticks on the host I guess you might say <laughs> when it comes to taxes either. Well, I think it's hard for you. <laughs> I live in town. Right. And I don't have a lot of property. So property tax for me is not... Um, you not, know, I understand that people like you are much more affected by those decisions. We are affected. And so do you find that, you know, we've relied too heavily... I hear that sometimes, that we rely too heavily on property tax. On the other hand, sales tax affects people with lower incomes disproportionately because they end up paying you know more of their income in the tax. So where do you kind of draw that line? I think it's a thorny issue. I just it's, it's wanted a to bring it up. Act and yeah. It's something you have to weigh in on. I mean we don't want to rely completely on, solely on property. We don't want to rely solely on personal property. We don't want to rely solely on sales tax. It, and so we just have to balance balance it the best we can the property taxes the way I understand we're on a five-year curve and it, so we're we're dealing off of the last five years of ag income and we had two pretty good years in them last five so now we're on the, the debt dip side and those taxes are up here so it, it's being really really painful This is a multi-million dollar rain for our county. I was wondering about that. You hear about the million dollar rains. I this thought that's exactly what this is. Multi-million dollar rain for this wow. county. When was the last time we had a good rain like this? It must have been two, three weeks at least. It's been a month. Yeah, been a over month. a month. I was we surprised. An inch three, I think, last month. I thought corn was thirstier than it than it looked to be because I saw the corn so high and I thought, well, normally it needs a lot of water. How is it growing so high with so little rain? We are you irrigating that? No, or? no we, 
just that one inch and three tenths we had here, what, two week, week mm -hmm. or two ago, yeah. was a lifesaver. And then this one is a huge for the corn because it needs an inch every five days from now till harvest. And we get nervous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get it when you hear it might rain at 3 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes you're up at 3 o'clock in the morning just to see if it's good. Please rain. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, there's a few things that, that I've seen. I'm, I mean, I've been lucky to be in the county as long as I have and seen it and see a lot of good things and how things some things have worked and some things haven't. And I think that's going to be an asset. I get along with most everybody, I hope. Um, and I'm not scared to outsource and call somebody or ask ask somebody a question. Or I'd just like to ask what you enjoy about farming, what you enjoy most about it. Challenge. I'm a risk taker, I guess. <laughs> if if you're not a risk taker, you don't want to be in farming. Um, you get only that, two to three paydays a year, right? I I love to be outside. I enjoy. I always thought, well, if I wasn't farming, what would I do? You know, well, biology. I I enjoy science and biology. I enjoy trying to make things. I feel hopefully I'm hopefully the land's better when I leave than it was when I came, and that's a challenge. And uh, so hopefully, whether the next generation was coming on or not, that was you know still a goal for me, and I think it helped when Nathan came back too to see that. But he's on his own now. He's he's taking over our neighbor stuff, and we don't. We work very little together, except whenever I need really good information, I call him because he's <laughs> he's really picking up on stuff fast. Yeah. He's so sharp on and learns quick, and man, uh, doing a good job. I didn't have any other questions. Yeah, no, I think I appreciate you. Curving out time of your morning. Well, this I know. It seemed like the rain kind of helped. I like to watch the rain. Yeah. This is where I usually watch the rain. It's a beautiful space to be. It's a beautiful <laughs> Registered is produced by the Iola Register. For more episodes, subscribe to Registered wherever you get your podcast. Just search Registered or find us online at iolaregister.com slash registered. To support our work, please consider subscribing to the Register. You can find out more at iolaregister.com slash subscribe. And thank you.